Grand Risings, my love bus, it's 9.43 a.m. Today is Tuesday, July 11th, and we're getting back into the karma verse dharma for the signs. Um, yeah, yesterday I recorded a little spiel on that, but it was with yesterday's date, so I don't confuse everybody. Um, we're going to try to quickly say what I said yesterday. So, um, yesterday, July 10th, was the beginning of the Mercury transit from Cancer to Leo. So, that's basically what the entire karma versus dharma is happening. We're still in the energy of the supermoon for the next couple days. So, it just intensifies this energy. But um, Leo deals with, you know, attention. It could deal with jealousy. It could deal with energy manipulation um on the karmic side right and that's pretty much if anybody is in that energy around you that has these signs that come up um whether you are the sign or you're connected to somebody that has this sign or these placements um and you start to notice people say certain things that it seems like wow that's not sarcastic that's not trying to be funny you really took a shot at me or you know just doing like little snake shit around you friends family coworkers, whatever anybody that's in your circles um or outside of your circles like you know friend of a friend it's like the energy between Mercury and Leo. They're just going to come out and say it. They're going to be very courageous about the words that they exchange with you. I'm not going to say they're going to be the best words all the time, but it's going to be big, bold gestures. And if somebody is having some type of weird energy towards you that's been sneaky, that's going to be coming out. So on yesterday's episode, I kept saying that I didn't know how long the transit was going to be for, but I looked it up. And I believe it's for um, between one to two weeks. Hold on, let me make sure again, because I do have it sitting here. Hold on. It is, oh, two to three weeks, okay? So two to three weeks, this transit will be here. Um, Now, for example, if it was like, oh, Mercury was in retrograde and this energy was here, it'd be like more so like 10 weeks, Okay. So it just makes it move slower, but Mercury moves pretty fast. So um, it'll be out of this position into the next one in about two to three weeks. So for the next two to three weeks, if anything happens like this, just pay attention to it. And um, yeah, just keep living your life. Now, if you're on the karmic side, we're going to do that first. Or if you're listening for somebody that's on the karmic side, that comes first. And then, of course, we're going to give the good news later for um, these placements, but we're actually going to start off today's episode with Leo. So this sign might be affected the most if you have this in your sun sign or any placements, um, because that's what Mercury is in right now that is causing all of that, um, you know, that like mask to be ripped off, whether it's a good or a bad um, mask that's being ripped off. Okay, so let's go ahead and I'm going to pause it here. And then we're going to start the episode just so that I can um, add this to all the episodes that I'm doing today so I don't have to keep repeating myself.
Okay, so we're going to get into the Sag and Sag placements. This might be the last episode for today. Um, I'm taking my time with it. Normally, I have a shorter time frame to get everything done because, you know, the moon cycles, which normally I do it on, um, they move very fast. But Mercury is like two, three weeks. Um, I'm not going to say it's going to take that long to get the episodes done, but I ain't got to do as many in a day. So I'm only doing two a day. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to jump into um, this one. We're starting this one at 11.28 a.m. Oh, that's my grandma's angel numbers. Hey, grandma. Hey, mama. Um, okay, so today we're going to be doing, um, on this episode, the Sag and Sagittarius placements with the Karma versus Dharma. I posted the little snippet <clears throat> in the beginning so you guys can understand the energy behind that. And I am going to repeat myself. So now moving forward, I see in the cards for the Sag and Sagittarius placements for the karma. We're going to do that first. Um, whoever this Sagittarius karmic is, you went against another person that has Sag in their chart for sure. Because I see the Sagittarius card here, but it's an upright. So that means you went against somebody that had um, this placement as well. But they are... Um, of a high vibration so yeah like the second half of this reading might have to do with them anywho i tell people all the time like when you're going against people sometimes it's going to cancel out the other depending on what's in their chart you know if you're playing mental games with somebody and they got air in their chart and you don't you might lose you know if you got somebody that got the same placements as you in your chart, like this Sag and this Sag, and you're on the lower end where you don't have as much spiritual ranking or spiritual respect, you're going to lose, you know? So it's just like, leave people alone, you know what I'm saying? Mind your fucking business. Um, but I see in these cards, whoever this Sag was is going against somebody that has Sag in her chart maybe two, three times. This person could have two or three placements or more of Sag in their chart. And this person's healing and they're healed and they're here to like help heal others. Um, they might also have, what is this? Um, Aquarius in their chart, the water bearer. So it's just like, honestly, this person that they're going against has like every sign in their chart. But it's like, um, that tit for Tasha gotta stop. Because I feel like, you know, the way that the energy comes back is like to can play that game. It's not saying that this person that's on the higher vibration is like going back and serving this person. And you think, oh, they're attacking me back because I'm doing karmic shit to them. They're getting me back. They're serving me back. No, it's just going back because it can't penetrate this person's energy. So it's going to go back to you. And that's just what's happening. Yeah. Wow. It's like a boomerang effect. So, yeah, I don't know, like, if you're trying to send this person heartbreak, this person's too healed to go through heartbreak of any kind. It's completely healed. I'm not going to say this person's completely healed on every level, but whatever type of heartbreak you're trying to send this person, they healed from heartbreak. So they're still going to be able to heal through anything you're sending to them. You see what I'm saying? If that makes sense? It's like, child, you're just breaking your own heart. You might be having sleepless nights. Somebody for this um, particular Sagittarius, this person might be in jail. 
or if they're not in actual jail, physical jail, maybe a holding cell. And if they're not, they might just be in like a mental imprisonment, like their mental is imprisoned. Take it as that resonates. But for somebody this um, Sagittarius, karmic Sagittarius is actually in jail, like as we're speaking. Or in a holding cell, like waiting for their booking their charger in the county or how the fuck that shit works. Okay, so I see miracles happening here. So there's no way that you can continue to try to send this person downfalls. It's like, I don't know how you thought this was going to work if this is the karmic Sagittarius, but it's not going to work. It's like this person only has miracles coming their way. They have seeds that are actually growing. It's not rotting. Everything is like um, abundant. Like, you know, it's time for this person to pick from the fruits of their labor. They did the hard work. They put all the time, effort, and energy into themselves to make sure that they're successful. So anything outside of that is just, it's, it's a no-go. It's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So it don't matter how many times you wish, I wish this, I wish that. Nobody cares. Stop wasting your breath, like literally. Um, yeah, and this person did it alone. They didn't need any help. At one point in time, you guys were friends, family, lovers, cool, siblings, parents. I don't know. I don't care. You guys had some type of connection. And this person was giving you love. You were giving this person love. But I feel like whenever that stopped, you became this person's enemy. Nobody told you to become this person's enemy. Nobody told you to go and try to backstab them. So I feel like with this, yeah, because I do see the Leo sign in the... um in the sky on this card it's like a leo a lion face but like wings um so yeah this mercury in leo uh, it's here to bless this person i don't know why they're telling me about this person's blessings on this karmic one but hey because i feel like you were really trying to attack this person's blessings so maybe you know their spirit team is just so petty that they want to tell you the great things about what's going on with them because that'll make your life it's like something about that makes you just sad or something so I don't know it's just it's coming out yeah this person's great this person's sitting on their throne they're very abundant they're beautiful you know and all the burdens you sent to them you're having to pick them motherfuckers up all them stones you throw at them you gotta pick that up yeah there was some type of judgment that went on. Okay, ha, ha, ha. I know who this is. This is um, this is the energy that I have to dream about. Um, whose fucking dream was that? I see. That's the thing. I didn't know whose dream it was. I just knew I was in somebody's dream. Now I know whose dream I was in. I was in the lady that raised me's dream. This is her, cause she's a sad. I was in her dream. For sure. Because I see the angels. And I see the heavens and the clouds. And then I also see um, the card that represents like Satan or a demon. So, yeah. Okay. This makes sense. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, <laughs> redo my channel. And not redo it. But, you know what I'm saying? I got to readjust to what the fuck I'm saying now. Because I know who the energy is. So, okay. I'm not going to lie. Okay. This is going to throw me off a little bit because I'm like, where do I go from here? Um, The past few, it's not anymore. Now I kind of, I don't know. It goes back and forth. Sometimes I'm in my own dreams. Sometimes I'm in other people's dreams too. But for like a 
three, four days, maybe five days, I was all over the place in other people's dreams. And I was seeing that you and your wife, your ex-wife, whatever, my stepmom and you, the lady that raised me, that um, whether you're listening to it or not, I'm talking to you. Um, that you guys, I, I seen how y'all come up with all these different plots and plans to go against me to try to break my heart and all these things. And it was through dreams. It's like your energy is so corrupt surrounding me that you literally dream and fantasize about different ways to break my heart. And I seen in the dream, I don't know if this is a plot of yours or this is how you came up with the plot and you took your dream and flipped it and tried to make it some type of reality, but it never worked, was in the dream you were trying to take my kid away from me. Bitch, never. But you tried to, or you were trying to try to or something. Because I seen in your dream, it's just like something y'all both, because I went to both of y'all dreams somehow, but it was like something y'all both obsessively dream about. And I was like, wow. To find out I'm in other people's dreams and then all their dreams are about me, but it's not even like good things. It's like how to make me sad or cry or hurt or in pain. And I ain't never fucking did nothing to y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying my spirit team haven't whooped y'all ass. I'm not saying your own spirit team hasn't whooped your ass either. But I'm talking about physically. I haven't done anything to y'all ever. Never. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy to me that you would sit around and literally like drink. It's so much energy that you put into it that your dreams are telling you how to get me back. You see what I'm saying? Like that's obsessive. You know how you go to sleep watching a certain show and then you dream about that show. That's how much you're in my energy. You stalk me to the point that you concoct up fucked up things to do to me in your dream. And that's what makes you happy to see, ooh, even if I can't get her in real life, in a dream I made her sad because I took custody away from her of her son. Girl, bye. Not even in your dreams, honey. That's as far as you will ever get with something like that. I'm going to just keep that a buck with you. But, yeah, it's it's y'all concoct up weird shit like that. So, yeah. That's you. So, yeah, I seen that, but I also seen something through your eyes for a second in a dream. And I mentioned this on a different episode. I think on one of the beginning episodes, maybe the Gemini one. And I was, um, when I was breaking down everything, I said I seen a dream. And I was seeing it through somebody's eyes for a second. And the God, like, they were in the heavens, but they weren't even able to stand up and look at the gods. I just seen clouds. And it felt like my head was being stepped on by, like, a foot of a guy, like, they on your neck type shit. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, yeah, what happens next, you can't stop it. Nobody can stop it because this is what you deserve because you keep doing this and that and that and this. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, it's crazy to me because I was saying in that episode, too, like, whoever's dream I was in because I didn't know it was yours. I didn't see who it was. I just seen certain things. But now I know it's your dream because I see it in the cards. Um, It's crazy to me because you believe in the Christian um, having a hell concept, you know. I don't, you know, put you at fault. You were raised Christian as well. 
but it's like, okay, but I know you've been doing magic on me. So if you believe in a Christian heaven or hell, and you've been doing dark demonic magic on me, voodoo on me, paying for Santeria and going out of country and doing all this fucked up stuff. Then, girl, where you think you was going to go? What you think was going to happen? It's just like, it was just all off. But, hey, whatever. So, that was your judgment. Okay. And then I went and visited hell, but I wasn't seeing it through your eyes because that was probably you and a group of whoever else getting devoured by those demons in that dream. And I was flying above it like, damn. And they would stop. Some of them stopped and looked at me and just left me alone. It was like a respect there. And I just kept it pushing. I think I said that in the dream. I mean, in the episode yesterday. And I was like, I went to go see Satan. Don't remember what he said. And I kept it pushing. And he showed me how to get out. And I just kept it pushing. And I kept flying past them beating somebody's ass or a group of people's asses. And, uh, yeah, that was your fucking dream. So you got judged by the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows, what I said on the episode the other day. Facts. Damn. Because I was wondering who the fuck's dream that was. I'm like, who the fuck's dream was that, bro? And now I see. Damn. Child. Jeez. Um... Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, you were that, I mean, that means you were mainly doing satanic magic on me if it was Satan in particular I had to talk to. So, uh, that's who judged you down below. And, you know, the God judged you up above. It's not just you, it's like four other people you working with too. Because I know it was a group of them, and I see your child, yes. Um, My little sister I grew up with, Janae. She got judged, too, because I see a child in his car. Child, honey, woo-woo child. Don't know what y'all did recently. Don't care. I just know I was seeing y'all dreams, unwantingly, involuntarily seeing y'all dreams for the past week or so. And um, it's not looking good, honey. Yeah, there's no way you can protect yourself from this. It's like you're literally, it's the the ranking you have is no ranking. But you're offering me to different beings that respect me because of the ranking that I have. Meaning, I do things the right way. I'm pure. I got a pure-ass heart. I don't do things just to fucking do things. And even when I'm pushed to do things, it's because my spirit team said, look, you need to go do this now. It's not because I want to. It's because they like, look, show them, hey, this ain't nobody to fuck with. So sometimes I'm told to do that. And even then I'm like, oh, I gotta do a spell. Like, I be so annoyed because it's so annoying. If, if I'm not doing some shit for my money or some shit for myself, I don't want to do no spell on nobody. But I will if I'm told to. I'm not about to get in trouble. But it's like you guys have constantly, but I'm speaking to you in particular because this is exaggerating, constantly making offerings up. Here's Satan. Here's her energy. Do you want her? Please, here, let me cook you something, give you something, do this, do that. Child, he don't want none of that cheap shit. That shit is cheap compared to how abundant my energy is. I see it in the cards. He's like, no. What are you talking about? And, like, how many times I got to say this? 
these energies protect me. I'm not just fucking saying the shit to be saying it. I'm not no weirdo. Like, this shit really is what it is. I had to find that out. I was scared to work with them at first. I studied for, you know, I studied them for a while, and I had to know, oh, they're not going to hurt me. I had to know who my past life was. If I didn't know who my past life was and I already worked with these energies, my ass was scared for like a year to work with them or to talk to them or anything. (laughs) I kept hearing, oh, you got messages from darker energies and this and that. Now I'm not scared of that shit no more. They work with me. They don't work with you. Every offer, every plot, plan, deceit, all that type of shit, spells, sitting around talking shit, it's all going back to you every single time. And if it doesn't affect you in the same way, like I said, karma is not going to always hit you in the way you dished it out. It's going to hit you how they want to hit you. So I don't know what the fuck is happening to you. But I do see prison. And if it's not just regular prison, it's mental in prison. And for you, it might be the damn insane asylum because you're fucking cuckoo. But you got to understand, not only do my ancestors protect me, the gods, the highest of the high, the lowest of the low protect me too. And they don't accept any offer you recently did or you ever have done. You got to understand that when you're asking lower vibrational things to do stuff for you, they lie. Like, honey, if they don't protect you, like, I'm not the only one that these energies protect. There's other people that these energies protect on this world. You know what I'm saying? But if if you're not one of those, they're going to lie to you and say, yeah, we got you. Yeah, go ahead and do that. You're going to be like, yes. He accepted it. Yes, I can fucking do it. And then he just owns you. And I said that the other day. I said, whoever you are, Satan owns you now. Child. So in case you're wondering, he lied. You never. He never came over here and did nothing to me. Obviously, I don't know where you are now in the world. If you're able to listen to this or not, I don't care. If you can see, I'm happy. I'm chilling. I'm doing my fucking thing getting on this bitch chipper i'm not faking it if i don't want to do the episode because i'm not in a good mood then i'm not going to do the episode so every time i get on here and be like hi love bugs i'm not faking that shit i'm really happy like you know what i'm saying like child i'll tell y'all shit it's too hot i'm grumpy i'm not getting on this bitch i'll talk to y'all when it cool down look the weather changed it's cool now i can come talk to y'all it was too fucking hot for like 10 days it was like 90s and shit. What the fuck? I'm like, Ross baking us down here. No episodes. That shit changed so fast and now I'm back, right? So I'll tell you if I don't want to come out here and do it or I just won't do it and I'll tell y'all why. But I'm not faking the funk. I'm actually happy he's never touched me and made me feel any way. I don't get haunted by nothing. So, you know, if he lied and said that, shit, take that up with him, but I'm telling you, you failed on both ends. That's all bad. I'm still getting... It's, it's something about... I don't know if you listen, if somebody listens for you and they come back and tell you. I don't fucking care. They're telling me to tell you good things on this karmic one because it bothers you. 
Because this is not just like about my stuff. I mean, this is not just about your stuff and karmic. It's like, for some reason, it really fucks you up. So they want to taunt you or something. I don't know. But I'm just going to read the cards. I'm still getting my money. I'm still official like a referee with a fucking whistle. I'm still going to have my love life. Still going to have my family. My child ain't going nowhere. In fact, I'm going to keep popping out babies until we feel like we don't want no more. That's our fucking business. I don't know if you try to be like, yeah, can you ruin her womb so she can miscarry? Bitch, that ain't about to happen. Are you stupid? You failed judgment. Yeah. You did all this because why? You lost your house. You lost your money. You lost my money. Excuse me, because it was never your money. I'm still going to get that. I'm saying I don't. I don't know. You can't steal from me anymore. I've been seeing that in my dreams too. Y'all pulling up at the banks and they're like, "There's nothing in the account to withdraw." What are you talking about? <laughs> Where? What money was you trying to take out? Because this motherfucker's empty. So, I can't pull nothing out of here. You ain't got a dime in that bitch. And in case you thought, oh, yeah, we spent all her money. And even if we don't have any more, she doesn't have any at all. Bitch, no, that wasn't my only account. (laughs) That wasn't nothing but to get your ass caught up. That's all that was. You got to understand, my grandma, before she passed, she was 10 steps ahead of all you motherfuckers. I still have my child. Still got the man that I want. That's mine. This is my family. You should have been worrying about you and yours. You cursed your daughter. You dragged your daughter down to prison with you. You like that lady in fucking Orange is the New Black, that show that y'all watched and you love so much. You like that mom that ended up in the same, that had the daughter that ended up in the same damn prison with her. And hopefully y'all not even in the same one together. Y'all don't even deserve that. No. You really don't. And I really feel like you're going to end up in a mental institution. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, all this magic, it just went back. It's cool. And it helped me thrust forward, actually. It's like some type of jetpack you put on my back. It just, every time you did a spell... It touched you, went back to you, and it just helped me move forward just a little bit faster. I said this before, and people be thinking I'm sarcastic, but genuinely, thank you. Because, you know, I I don't like waiting on nothing. I'm still working on my impatience, you know? But, you know, you helped me a little bit, so, you know, shout out to you for that. And that's just a fact. You and everybody that work with you. Help me move just a little bit faster towards my goals. If you thought, oh, yeah, let's make sure, you know, she loses all her friends and she doesn't have anybody to talk to and confide in. That helped me go within myself and learn about myself more. I'm stronger than ever now. I never needed anybody. That's the crazy part. Even when I was surrounded by people, I was still separate and go do my own thing because I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. If the crowd is doing one thing, I'm going to do the opposite because I fucking hate being like anybody else. So the fact that you raised me and you knew that, girl, what was you attacking my friendships and stuff for? I don't care. 
that never fazed me. What? Yeah. So much envy towards the generational energy that I'm building. It's not just the money. It's the love. The genuine love between me and my person. That was a problem for you. Girl, what did you like? What's her name? Liz Taylor? You had so many marriages like Liz Taylor. And none of them was actually out of love. You always did a marriage and, and got into it so that you can hide. Because you was on the run, right? So you needed a name change. So that's your, that's you and your own personal problems. You went to counseling and therapy and stuff. Shit, you put me into it as well for my anger management and different things. But you seem like you never really learned from it because how the fuck are you the way you are? You needed to have been talking about your childhood and how to heal you that instead of whatever the fuck you were talking to them about because that shit didn't work. Make it make sense. That's a personal problem. And then once me and you fell out, once I realized your true colors and my spirit team told me about you, you were like, oh, well, if I can't control this situation, I'm going to take everything from her. So she feels like she got to run back to me. Girl, bye. Once they got it through my head that you kidnapped me, there was no turning back. I'm not putting my son in no type of dangerous situation. Period. Over my dead body and bitch, you can't kill me. So, I mean, what is it? Really? And even not then. Because my spirit is a hell of a motherfucker. Yeah. It's just crazy. (laughs) All you did was really just allow me to have such a blank canvas to start so fresh so anew but none of this magic that y'all was sitting around pretending to be the charm sisters and shit like that none of that 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 didn't work bro like none of it i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you i'm not gonna lie to you baby you started off with no hope the gifts you thought you had spiritually they stripped it for you and i said this before i be telling y'all this but i feel like y'all be thinking i'm lying why? I say all the time to everybody, you lie to people you're afraid of. I don't lie to nobody. Once I establish that concept in my head, I don't lie to anybody. In fact, sometimes I tell too much of the truth that, you know, I start losing friends and shit because they don't want to hear that shit. Oh, well, if you don't want to know it, don't fucking ask me because I'm going to tell you the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. I try to deliver it in a nicer way sometimes, and sometimes I'm just blunt with it. But you lie to people you're scared of, and I ain't scared of no fucking body on this planet. And I don't even lie to the gods. It's not saying I'm not afraid of them, but why? Because they know the truth already, so why the fuck would I lie to anybody? Gods included. Damn sure don't lie to myself, so like, Yeah, I told y'all this. That your gifts are gone and the shit you're doing is going to go back to yourself. I said this on several episodes specifically for y'all. Y'all just don't listen. That's crazy to me. And all of this because you were missing my energy. You should have never, you should have missed me with that. You had ample opportunity to return me to the family you stole me from. You could have got whatever money 
and that you was getting from these people returned me to the people that was my people and ran like hell and started a new life somewhere. You could have done that. You could have. But you didn't. You know what I'm saying? You kept going along with it. It's 30 years later. You could have told me when I got old enough. I would have had more respect for that and probably would have made sure that you wasn't in as much trouble because you told me everybody else didn't. You didn't do that either. You got your daughter involved in it. That's crazy. But this was so that you can keep writing checks. Now you're mad because you can't write checks no more. You can't go cash those checks. Now the checks that you wrote all that time ago, and it's not just physical financial checks. I'm talking about now these are the checks that you tried to mark off in my life. You had goals set to bring downfalls to me. Your ass can't cash those checks now, can you? That's all I got for your funky-ass energy because I hate being in it. I'm going to move forward. Peace. All right, my love bugs, we're back. And my son is actually up now. So this is the dharma side okay so this is the good stuff going on with sagittarius sagittarius placements um pretty sure (laughs) the stuff that had to deal with me was at the first part of this episode so um you know the good sages and sag placements um this will be for you and your um you know good stuff happening for you moving forward um and we're gonna try to speed through this because you know my son's up so Gotta go pay attention to him. Oh, okay. I see you got um Ten of Pentacles. That is generational wealth. You're going to see this actually coming to you, is what I see. This is not something that's gonna be a surprise. You might have been getting um hints about it or um messages about this. Your spirit team could be, you know, leaving you little clues. You know, obviously you listen to me. So um you might be getting messages from me. I don't know if you listen to other readers as well on YouTube or whatever, but you've been getting messages that this is coming to you. Sorry, I needed some drink. But yeah, I feel like um, this is not something you have to fight for. You're not going to have to work hard for this. It's going to be handed to you like a gift, and this is generational wealth, okay? I do see there's a grandma um, that is here, a grandma that might have had gray hair, white hair, something like that. Um, but this is like a great grandma or a grandma that's here that's going to hand this to you. This person has been probably in your energy recently, um, giving you messages here and there, and just wanting you to know that this is going to come like on a silver platter and be like, here you go, baby. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah, um, that poverty um cycle that you've been in is out if you have to live paycheck to paycheck or you have to you know watch how you spent or you know budget or any no it's like I'm, i'm not gonna say you're not gonna take those concepts into um you know your next phase i don't feel like you're gonna be a crazy spender where you get all this money and then you spend it all tomorrow and then now you're back broke no i feel like you're very wise with it but um you're not going to have to look at ooh. 
I'm going to have to wait till next paycheck for this. Or, ooh, that's not the time to buy that. No, you're going to be like, ooh, I want one of those in every color. I don't care about the price tag. Like, yeah, okay. There's a song popping into my head right now. And it's, uh, you know, I always say when I bring up Nicki songs, I like old Nicki. I don't like the new version of Nicki. Um, Fuck, what was it? She said, I mean, who, who, who really looks at the price tags? Um, was it Up All Night? I think it was Up All Night by Drake and Nicki Minaj. Yeah. There was like a rap part. And then at the end, she was like, um, something about we need, we got a lot of commas on the price tag. But then she was like, I mean, who, who, who really looks at the price tag? So yeah, it's like Sag Energy. Yes. Come through. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Nicki though. Always going to say that. (laughs) But yeah, you're going to be like. Okay, they're going to be like, okay, well, ma'am, sir, this is such and such amount. All right, cool. You know, how many colors you got it in? Oh, I got it in. Okay, cool. I like that dress. Give me, I don't need all the colors. Go ahead, wrap it up, package it up. You know, I'll be by at this time to pick it up or however you're going to do that. But it's going to be like very luxurious. Very is giving me bougie. If you've been like, what's they call it? Ghetto bougie. Like you, you in the ghetto, but you bougie. Hood bougie, whatever you want to call it. Bougetto. I think there's like a bougetto. People say like a mix between bougie and ghetto. No, it's straight just bougie. Because you always had this energy about yourself. But now it's like you got the pockets, the funds to back it. You know what I'm saying? So it's giving me very bougie. Mm-hmm. For sure. This is not a little something, a small offer. This is not a medium offer. This is a big offer. It's something that your mind has never even comprehended this amount of money. Your mind or your pockets or your uh, bank account statements have never seen this many zeros. Facts. And you came up upright in your own reading, okay? You know what I'm saying? And you looking good. You know what I'm saying? If you right now, you like, man, you know, I want to work on this. I want to work on that. I like this. I like that. Maybe you want to grow your hair out, but you're like, I need the right materials. I don't know what it is. You're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to lose weight. I want to get my skin clear. I want to fix my teeth. Whatever it is, you're going to have the money to do that, okay? I say these cosmetic things like a female because I'm a female. So, I don't know what men be talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if I, if y'all like, damn, you don't never give us no um, examples. I don't know what the fuck men be doing. I just know y'all like muscles and shit. So, whatever y'all do for that and lineups and hair or locks or whatever, then okay. Fit that when you need to. But, like, don't, don't you know, come for the messenger because I'm a female. So, I can only talk about the stuff that we be thinking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like, you know, you know, you got love, you know, coming towards you. You know, you can have any person you want, but I feel like you're not focused on that. You're focused on um, nurturing yourself. It's something about your teenage self, your high school self. There was some point in time where you're really in love with yourself, you know, and it's like, I feel like this is going to help you get back to that, that girl, you know, that dude, like, if you was that girl back in those days, and you like how you look, you like how your body was, and even though I don't think it's gonna be like, oh yeah, plastic surgery stuff, I don't think so, I think it's really gonna be like, nah, I'm gonna change my lifestyle around to fit the type of style I want, because I feel like this is longevity, you don't want something to break down, 
in a couple years and then you got to go re-get it touched up and all that. No, you're going to literally physically work for this beauty standard that you want to uphold for yourself. I think that is very powerful. I respect that way more. Yeah, you're going to be leaving everything behind. You're going to be like, shit, I'm out of here. This is the type of money that you like. <laughs> it feels illegal to have this much money. <laughs> it's like, y'all sure? Y'all got all them zeros right? It's like you might feel like something's off. Like, I'm about to just, you know how some people be like, um, they ask their parents like or something. And then they be like, hurry up and get up on my face before I change my mind. It's like one of those situations where you see the amount of money and you're like, let me hurry up and get the fuck up out of there for they take this shit back. Cause this shit don't feel like it don't feel like it's right. And I feel like on paperwork and everything, yeah, everything's legal and legit and right. But you've never seen that amount of money before. So it's gonna feel like a guilty pleasure or it's gonna feel like something's off. So you might hurry up and get the fuck up out of there before anybody come back and be like, hey, 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 excuse me, wait, 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 ma'am, sir, my bad, you know, um, we added an extra zero to that in your account, you know, we was typing a little fast here, this is really what it is, and then you like, oh, mm, I knew it, no, I feel like it's legit, but it's gonna feel like these motherfuckers made a typo. And it's a big ass typo. So you might just haul ass and get the fuck on. You might leave everything behind. (laughs) Just be like, bye, peace. I don't feel like you're going to even stick around to find out, you know? (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah. I feel like there's so many secrets that is going to be shown to you coming up in dreams or visions Uh, with this Mercury um, placement. In Leo, this is giving you, if you have any Leo placements yourself or whether you don't, it's your fire sign. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that extra courage, that extra spunk. If you haven't felt handsome or beautiful in a while, it's going to give you that confidence. It's like, yeah, I'm that, I'm that motherfucker. I'm that bitch. I'm that dude. Like, oh, hell yeah. You know, I can do anything I put my mind to. I want to look this way. I'm going to look this way. I want to be bold. I want to be seen. I want to be heard. This is me. Take it or leave it. Love it or hate it. I ain't switching it up. Like, you know, it's giving that very sassy energy, that very dominant male persona. If you're a male, it's like, yeah, this is me, bro. What you, you know, you got a problem with it? Hey, you ain't supposed to be sitting with me then. But it's not something that you're going to go back and forth about. It's very this is my shit, this is my domain, I run this, this is it, that's all, you like it, you you know, you like it, you like it, you love it, you love it, but you don't, you don't, and it's just cool, you're realizing not everybody is, um, not everybody like the flavor of tea that you are, and that's okay, you know, <laughs> you know, but you're not about to dim that for nobody, is what I'm saying in the cards, you're fire, that fire that you are is like, amplified with this leo and mercury yeah you might have a different mercury placement in your chart but it's like it's just giving that extra spark you ever seen somebody add some more um lighter fluid to the barbecue and it just and it goes up again that's like this mercury and leo alignment that's going on is working out in your favor where it's adding a little bit more lighter fluid to your um fire 
you know, it's like, I don't want to say it was going out, but I feel like you got the spark back. But it's like, you know, with bonfires, you got to keep throwing stuff every now and then, keep throwing wood into the fire every now and then. But this is lighter fluid. And it's like, you know, people be like, hey, don't add too much because it's going to be hard to put out. Yeah, this that lighter fluid. <laughs> you can't put this motherfucker out. Yep. Yeah, bro, it's giving me very, like, the energy you're going within is generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? I'm using my 90 cards again, and I'm literally picking up, um, like, you know, went from, like, West Philly to, like, you know, the hills. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as you can see from um, Fresh Prince, I don't know why, I don't know if you watch Fresh Prince, but I'm seeing in the cards, like, how he went from, like, taking a taxi cab up there and he just you know he only knew of people that had this money only knew about this and what it looked like from the outskirts but now he's living that life he got a fucking butler you might need a maid you might need you know a nanny you might need help and you feel like oh i would never be able to afford that before so you've been kind of going through it and now you can afford it and i'm not saying you treat nobody lower than you respect them and stuff because you understand what it's like but you're going to be able to provide someone with a job to help you out. You might get a tutor. You might get a nanny. You might, you know, be able to afford that type of stuff. You might be like, shit, I love cooking and stuff, but, you know, I'm tired of cooking all the time. Maybe you're a single parent or I don't know. And it's like, shit, I'm on, you know, on the days you want to really chill and you like, okay, mommy day, daddy day is Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. You might have a personal chef chef that just comes in on the weekend so that y'all can still eat good, healthy. It's somebody you like. They got good rapport. They're cool. They're on time. They make some bomb-ass food. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like, boom, you got a personal chef every weekend. So, you know, you and your kids, your family, y'all can eat good, but you ain't got to sweat in the kitchen and shit like that no more. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, I'll cook Monday through Friday. I'm not, you know, Monday through Thursday, I'm not tripping. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday, shit, that's my days off. I'm still going to be, you know, a mom or a dad. I'm still going to be attentive to my kids. But shit, they going to come in here and cook this shrimp and lobster. They going to come in here and, you know, Friday, Sunday, whatever's on the menu for the day. Sometimes they might surprise you. You're going to be kicked back. You might be like, you know, and be bougie enough and be like, ooh. Friends, y'all want to come over, have a little dinner date, you know? Your friends is like, damn, girl, damn, bro, you got the chef in the kitchen? You like, yeah, I mean, on the weekends, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing when you just do a little something lightweight over here on the weekends, you know? Like, it's a different tier. Like, it's a whole different vibe. That reminds me of the song by Burner. I don't know if you smoke weed or not, but... I love Burner. I say that a lot in a lot of different episodes, but he's one of my favorite rappers. Burner and Currency, one of my favorite rappers too. And they have a song together. They have an old album, a couple albums together, but this particular one is called Fino Grigio, like Pino Grigio. But um, Different Tier is the song. And I think what is popped into my head was, um, what was it? Burner was saying like, yeah, him opening up one of his new businesses or, you know, you know, um, doing construction on one of his new businesses and stuff like the renovations cost three million. And um, and I think currency started off. I was like, yeah, you know, like three million. That's nothing for my homeboy. That's nothing for my friend. So it's like you're going to be that type of person for other people. You're going to be sitting around people that got money like that now, too. And when it's mentioned, it's not like, damn, three million. 
I'd have bought this, this, that, and that. It's like, yeah, that's nothing. Like, I needed this shit fixed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we still got it over here. We still doing our thing. But this is the type of tax bracket you're going to be in now. It's going to be big. So don't be feeling like, oh, man, I got this big-ass house and it's just me. And you can't enjoy the house because you're busy cleaning the house. You know, that was like, that was that poverty shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you had to do before. And it was an apartment or it was a condo or it was this. And it was smaller. But now this big ass house, come on. You know you're going to have to hire some help because, like, come on. You trying to sit and live lavish in this bitch or you trying to be looking like Cinderella? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not Cinderella anymore. You know, you can really just put on that shit and just, you know, Cinderella. Also, I'm getting so many references from, like, rags to riches. Like, Cinderella went from cleaning up all the time for other people to now she married the king, the prince, whatever he was. And she got cleaners and people that make her dresses and tailor-made this and that and cooking her food and serving her it's just like you know what i'm saying it's just fancy it's a different type of energy like i said you're gonna be real bougie you're gonna be able to spend time with your kids more tuck them all in read them all different book you're not going to be tired and be like oh man okay i can only read this little one a book and then what if you know i i didn't get to make it to this kid and that kid and it's like you know you're gonna be fully rested prepared get up in the morning pump you know, drink your smoothie, have your meal prep going on, do your jog in the morning, whoop, 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 you know, should your fucking land you own might be so big, you can jog around your goddamn land, land a couple times, do a couple laps, you ain't even gotta leave that bitch, you know what I'm saying, it's like that, where everything is good, you know, everything is solid, you have all the equipment, you have all the tools that you need, you're definitely like, I keep saying teenage, energy this is something your teenage self thought your life would always be like when you was you know in high school and and in middle school age and you're watching shows and you're manifesting so whatever your life has been like up until you know since then up until now it's like you was living somebody else's life like you know nothing wrong with you know any of the kids that came out of that or anything like that the ups and downs, but it's like, that wasn't your manifestation. You're finally on the timeline of your manifestation of what you wanted. So if it feels like, oh my God, I'm being so nostalgic and, um, you know, uh, I just want to do this and that. It's not saying you're immature. It's saying that finally your inner child, which doesn't always have to be an adolescent, a toddler, middle school kid it can also be a teenager you're living your best life so if you start to um find yourself being nostalgic or you um what's the word like even when you do finally open yourself up for love and you run into that person and that person makes you feel giddy like in high school like uh teenage love again that's why because this is like you're on that timeline of this is what i manifested i don't know what the fuck i was living back in the day but this is this is what was thank you lord <laughs> like this is what i was supposed to be having over here okay we right on we on the right path now girl <laughs> or dude or like whoever you are like we 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 there we here you know what i'm saying like you and the guys are here now you know how you know Y'all look each other in the eyes and y'all like, yeah, we here. We on the same page. So now you're manifesting that and it's coming to fruition. So don't be surprised if it's like, oh my God, 
I've always wanted this. And this is, I've seen it this way when I was this age and that age. And it's in your face now. Don't freak out. But it's like, that's how powerful you are. You know what I'm saying? Um, the song by Drake, a lot of Drake is popping up. But the song by Drake, uh, Teenage Fever, that song popped into my head as well. Okay? So check that song out. Yeah, I feel like this timeline was hidden from you for a while because you were not with um, the love of your life, you know? So I was just throwing stuff off. You can't have that type of lifestyle if you were with the wrong partner, okay? So um, whatever. We're going to move on for now because we don't want to talk about that too long. But I feel like now it's like, you know, you got that lover, homie, friend vibe coming in for you. You got somebody that's a boss that handles their business. This person might be into real estate or... Um, they also like renovating or they might um, be like, babe, we got enough money between the both of us. I know you're looking at houses here and there. You might have, you know, I'm not going to say to live in an apartment or nothing until this person, you know, and you cross paths. But maybe y'all have multiple houses. You know, it's one of those type of situations where it's like, oh, OK, you know, from now you're getting racks to riches and you working on yourself. And until you're open and ready for that love to come in. You need somewhere to stay. You don't need to be in the same situation with all that money. That's fucking insanity, right? That's planned to get robbed. You know what I'm saying? But it's like um, whatever you're going to be in in the meantime and between time, it's like a stepping stone. But it's going to be something nice, too. And then I feel like when you and this person get together, they're going to be living where they live. You're going to be living where you live. But it's going to be enough wealth going around that it's going to be like, let's build a house. Let's build a house from scratch. You know, I'm going to reach out to my people and we know construction, this and that. And we're going to get this. What are you, how many rooms? Wait, hold on. How many kids we want? How many rooms? Okay. You want to work from home? Should we do that in the house or should we do like a, a separate little guest house just for that? You know how like, um, I keep going back to, um, Fresh Prince, you know how they had the guest house and it was big, the pool house. And it was big enough for um, Hillary to move in and all that kind of stuff. And then Carlton and Will moved in there, too. It's like, okay, do you want the guest house to be where you kind of do your business at? And that way you don't have the kids running around making noise. And you can come on right across the, you know, the grass and come on back home after you're done. They're like, how do you want that to look? You guys are going to have enough money that um, you can build your home from scratch, from the ground up. Okay. Yeah. Wow. This is crazy. Yeah, I feel like you came from a hard not life. You came from some rough streets. You grew up on, you know, some stuff that you had to see how people had to get by. And, you know, even though you might have not did those same things, you've seen a lot, you know. And I feel like, you know, you might have seen, you know, <laughs> I know for sure for me, I'm scared of crackheads. I'm not going to lie. Crackheads scare me because they too strong. But, um, you know, you might have seen some crackhead shit going on. You might have had noise and drama and fights and, you know, shootings and this and that. You know, you know the difference between fireworks and gunshots. You know, it, it could be some shit like that. And now it's like, whoa, what the f- I can I can purchase land and build my own home on top of it. And we still live in somewhere else. And... Once it's done, we can just move, you know, mosey on in there, like, you know? And then this house can be left behind to these kids, the first, the oldest one. And it's like, whatever, you know? 
that's crazy, right? You never thought this would be it. But I feel like your teenage self knew that or they were manifesting that. But your adult self, it's like you're you're trying to comprehend it because it feels so surreal. But it's something that your teenage self always seen for yourself. It just had, you know, a little pause on it, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's one of those situations where you're going to be so involved in life you might forget to pick up the phone you might forget to you know um I don't feel like you're gonna be like you might not not already be like one of those people that gotta check their phone every two seconds or get on social media or post this and that I don't feel like you're already that type of person but it's gonna be one of those situations where you're like oh shit I got a phone (laughs) shit you know I got a pool I got a hot tub you know, we got a pool table, we got darts, we got video games, you know. It's like you really don't have to leave your cave if you don't want to. You might go out and do your thing, but it's like everything is just there. You might be into gardening. I don't know. You might have animals you're tending to, your kids. It's so much going on that it's like, oh, damn, it's been a week. I ain't been on social media. Like, you know, now I feel like that's what's kind of keeping you entertained every now and then. You might scroll. Or you might do this and that. But it's like, even if you do have it just for your business, you just get on there and post something for your business to keep it pushing. You know, it's like you got so much money, you're doing the business for fun. It's not something where you got to sweat at too much. God bless you, Bubba. It's not something that um you got to sweat at. Blood, sweat, tears, and crying. And oh my God, please, I hope this sells. Like, child, you got all this money. It's just like, this is my passion. I'm going to do this. I want to help people and it's like you genuinely just want to help people so that's why you're doing it but yeah that's it's popping yeah you ain't never seen this type of coin before it's like one of those situations that before when you're in this situation you know you could have felt like you was on that show wheel of fortune and you kept getting a little cheap ass like little hundred dollar one you're like what am i do with a hundred dollars that's like you know what i'm saying like what am i gonna do with that and it's like now you're realizing, whoa, you hit the biggest, you know, little slot when you wrote the Wheel of Fortune before. You might feel like, damn, did I do magic? Did somebody do? No, it's like you're just a magical being. So it's just, you know, shit's aligning for you. But I'm telling you that Mercury and Leo is working out where it's like fueling. I can't make this up. The first card out this new deck. This is the third deck. The first card out this deck is Great Fortune. I can't fucking make it up. I cannot make this up. You were supposed to have this in your mind. You thought you was going to have this by the time you was like 25, 26, when you're a teenager, when you're planning your life. And then I feel like by the time you was around 28 or something, you could have been like, okay, this is going to work out one day, whatever situation you're in. You was like, I can still see it happening. Just one day, one day, one day. And it just kept, kept, kept pushing back, pushing back. But I feel like by the time you were like 26 in your mind when you were younger, you was like, yeah, I'm trying to retire early. I'm not going to lie. I said this myself on several episodes. I spoke it into existence. And I wasn't no teenager. No, I did. I spoke this shit into existence since I was a kid. But the last time I actually said it and really understood it, because I was in the work field and I was a parent, I was like, yeah, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be able to retire. And I'm literally at that moment right now. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, yeah, and I can't make it up. I looked down at my phone and it's been recording for 26 minutes. 
you said something or you felt like when you were a kid. By this age, I don't want to be no 60 and retired, 70 something. You're like, man, I'm trying to be laid up somewhere watching my damn grandkids and chilling on the beach somewhere, you know, in another country or something. By the time I'm that age, I ain't trying to be just entering retirement. So when you were younger, you could have had such ambition and such fire that you said, yeah, I'm going to do this and do that. And by the time I'm this age, I ain't going to never have to go through any of this stuff again. I don't want my kids to ever have to go through that. And they won't. You know what I'm saying? I feel like whatever you've been doing to get by, it has been working. But you want so much more for yourself and for them, right? If you do have kids. So, yeah, but... This is the type of money that, like, I don't know if you bougie like me, but I am. And I have ancestors that actually have statues out of them. So I always want a statue made. Like, somebody comes through and, like, do that little shit. And I pose for a little bit. And they do that little clay shit and, like, make a whole statue. And it's, like, somewhere on my line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've always wanted to do that because my ancestors have that outside their castles and shit. I'm not saying I'm going to build a castle, but your home is your castle, right? So... If you bougie like me, you might make sure your body and everything snatched and all that. You look real good. You might be like, yeah. Either you might take a picture and have them imitate that picture for the statue. Or you might uh, have them end up making a statue like in your yard or your lawn. Or it might be like the waterfall and the fucking water coming out the statue or something. It's going to be some bougie ass shit, bro. And people going to come to your house like, bro, is that you? Sis, is that you? You'll be like, yeah, it's filthy, huh? <laughs> Let me know if you want one made. I know some people. I'll give you the number. Like, <laughs> this is so funny because this is how extra I am. And that is so Sagittarius energy. You might be like, you know how like in them rich houses, they be having them people like the, the, the family and shit be getting all dipped and shit with the suits on and the nice dresses and they'll have that family picture and the dude sitting down in the chair and the wife is standing on the side and the kids is all, you know, that little family picture and shit that be hanging up. <laughs> you might get bougie and take one of them pictures, get all your kids together and have that portrait. <laughs> that is so funny, but yeah, I can see it happening. <laughs> I can see it. This is the life you were expecting. This is what you were expecting out of life for sure. Everything else, you're like, this is ghetto. I'm not ghetto. I'm not even bougetto. I'm bougie. What the fuck is this? Yeah, if you're married before, it's coming up. We already know. Who cares? It's probably going to be a divorce there. I feel like you ain't even tripping. You're working on yourself. You're working on your life path right now. You're like, this is what I want to do. But you're going to be very privileged, very well off. People are going to be like, oh, wow. You might be like, yeah, yeah, I'm new to the Millionaire Club. Like, yeah, I'm new to this. Like, I've never been here before. They're going to be like, oh, wow, you fit in so well, you know. Oh, sir, you look quite dapper in that suit. Like, just very bougie, you know what I'm saying? Wearing gowns and sun hats and shit to sit in the sunroom and just sip tea. I don't know, bro, just bougie. Walking around the house in a fucking long, you know them long-ass robes that rich people be wearing? And that shit got a whole train like it's a wedding dress. And it's just like, you're just strolling your fucking house in this robe. And, you know, like, it's just bougie. With your kitten heels on. Like, come on, stop playing with me. You might get a little white fur bougie-ass dog and shit. That only eats, like, human food-grade food and shit. 
vegan dog and shit. Like, it's just bougie. I don't know. It's just like, it's giving me that energy. Yeah, you might go traveling a lot. You might go overseas. You might do a whole bunch of stuff, whatever you want to do. But I feel like this is how you always want to live. And your grandma's like, yeah, we're not lying. Like, the stuff that you're seeing or you're hearing about is not a lie. Like, it might be hard to accept because you're like, but why? But why me? I mean, why not you? You know, you got to start asking yourself that. Why not you? Why is it that it can happen for anybody else but not you? Like, really, ask yourself that. Do you deserve it? Are you a good person? Because obviously, if this is resonating with you and you're uh, on the good side of karma and you are a Sagittarius or Sagittarius placement, then why not you? I mean, if you're anything like the lady that raised me that is on the opposite end of the stick, I mean, we can see why she's there because she wanted nothing but bad. But like, I feel like the most important revelation you're ever going to have is why not you? Why not me? Why do I not deserve this? Why do I deserve the piss in the hallway smell? Why well, deserve crackheads um, close enough to me down the street? Why do I deserve firecrackers and gunshot noises and uh, um, sirens every two seconds? Like, that's not the end. No, I don't like that. You might be living in a life in the city and you always have, but it's like you've maybe your heart is a country girl. Maybe your heart is set up more nature-based. Maybe your heart is set up to be free and loving and fucking, what's this shit called? Frolicking through the fucking tulips. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Not trying to, you know, duck and dodge weirdos in your city, your town, state. Like, that's not your energy. It's never been your energy. That's why you don't fit into your environment. You're like, damn, every person over here is just actually ghetto and I'm just actually bougie (laughs) you know and there's no in between there's no in between with that this is a lot of money more than you can ever fathom love to okay and it's coming to you it's coming straight to you you're not going to have to look for it it's going to be handed to you on a silver platter like here you go a lot of money on the table you're going to be looking at that the numbers like what the fuck you're going to be taking out big deposits and shit or having to go and, you know, do your thing and being like, there's more? Like, damn, I done did this. I done took care of everything, me, my kids, anybody needed car, this, that, that. And there's more? There's hella more. It's, it's like, it seemed like you ain't even being touched. Like, you ain't even touched. You're going to be surprised. And this is happening faster than you think. There's nothing here to slow it down. It's happening. Yeah, I see. You you, you, you and your person that you're supposed to get with, um, you guys are going to um, have a home in the country. And it might be like you got um, one of those homes where people got a bus to get in. And you check the security camera and you like, hmm, yeah, okay, I recognize that car. People st- stick their face out, see the camera wave, like, hey, sis, you know, whoop, whoop, whoop. You buzzing, but all right, girl, I'll be, you know, I see you when you pull up. And they got a, they driving hella through your fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, the shit's so big, they got to drive up to the door and then wrap around in that little fucking parking spot thing. And there's a little bougie statue with the little waterfall. They're like, is that such and such? Bro, that's, that's money. How the fuck we got a buzz to get in this bitch? There's a whole gate surrounding the whole property. 
And then we got, like, bro, we've been driving for, like, 10 minutes, dog, just to get up to the front of this house. And then when they get there, you got your little bougie statue in the front with the waterfall, and you got koi fishing that bitch or something. You know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa, okay, you got money, big dog. Like, it reminds me also of that movie ATL when, um, I don't remember his name, but when T.I.'s character had to go drop off Esquire, his friend, to um that dude's house. And it was like, they went from the hood and shit to like this dude's house. And you could tell, damn, this boy got bread. They have the buzz to get in the shit. It remind me of that dude's house. So yeah, it might be sad. Um, I don't know. There might be somebody in your family or something um, that was uh, somebody lost a partner, lost their significant other to like death, like a widow was left behind um, in a state or a home or something like that. And you're supposed to get this. For some reason, you didn't get it. You might still get this. So if you're like, oh, you know, I wanted to buy a home, you can do whatever you want. Whether if you want that home they left behind you, cool, you can have that. And if you're like, yeah, this is cool, but I want something else in this location, you can have more than one home. You can go back and forth. Do whatever you want to do. And then even after you've had those two homes, if you want, when you get with the person you're destined to be with, y'all going to build a home from scratch. So if you know I got a bunch of kids or I want a bunch of kids, then stack up on them houses. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Like You know what I'm saying? Make sure they're set, renovated, furnished, um, protected, safe, you know, cameras and shit. Do whatever you got to do. But it's like ain't nothing wrong with having more than one house, bruh. You know what I'm saying? You be like, yeah. <laughs> In the summer times, we're on the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, during the school season, we're here. And, you know, whatever you want to do. But it's like, this is our summer home. This is our vacation home. This is our cabin getaway. Whatever the fuck you want to do and how you want to do that. But you're going to have more than one home. So if you're wondering, I do see there is a widow in your family or something. That it's like somebody passed away. And left behind a home to you or to whoever you're connected to, whatever. But um, for some reason, you didn't get this. But you're going to get this, okay? Yeah. I feel like your spirit team already told you about this, okay? But I feel like you're like, ah, no way. I didn't, you know, that only panned out this way. No, you thought it panned out that way. But no, you're going to get that home, okay? You and your kids are going to get that home that was left behind from someone that um you know got money or something from their late husband or something because i'm seeing a widow not a widower if it was in reverse it would have been widower but it's upright so a woman is left behind a great fortune from her husband and they wanted to share it with you for some type of reason and you didn't get it so yeah that's gonna happen yeah for sure so yeah your spirit team been telling you about this somebody's gonna come in and tell you this they're going to um, gift you this. Like I said, I see somebody handing something to someone. You're going to be flattered like, oh, my God. Wow. I was living in the projects. I was living in the bricks. I was living in the hood. You know, oh, shit, I ain't never know. Or I didn't think me and this person was this close. But they thought highly of you enough to give you some of their fortune, too. So I'm not saying it was the person that passed away, but the person that they that's still here 
that got all their fortunes. They got a lot. And they was like, shit, I don't know. I'm just sitting on this shit. I'm going to bless somebody else that deserves it. And they tried to bless you with it for whatever reason. It was held back from you. But I see the lawyer here is the last card in this deck. The lawyer's going to come through and be like, hey, no. What you mean you didn't get this? Um, Go ahead and sign this paper. Here's the deed. Here's the keys. Go ahead and do your thug thizzle. You can move in whenever you want to. It's just been sitting there. You know, so there's that. Okay. Last deck and we're going to move forward. But yeah, you're going to do so much healing. So many miracles are coming your way. Endless money. It's like just money out the ass. It's like, damn. Yeah. I see you might be the type of person you like candles and incense. And, you know, I don't know if you're going to get you a little pet cat, a little small dog, a lap dog, something like that. But it's like you might have a spirit animal you like. You might get you might have more time. You're like, shit, an animal. I got kids. I got this. I got that. Well, OK. Well, if you're not going to have to do as much cooking all the time or as much cleaning all the time. You know, you might homeschool your kids or you might tutor or I don't know what you're going to do. But all that free time, you might get a pet. Might teach your kids responsibility with the pet. I don't know. But it's like, you know, I see great things happening. This Mercury and Leo is so abundant for you. Um, You're meant to be on somebody's stage. You're meant to be a singer, a talker, a lecturer, something like that. You're meant to travel, especially with Sagittarius in your chart. Hell yeah, you're going to travel the world. You're going to be putting a lot of stamps on your passport, okay? You might get a car. You might be like, shit, I don't know how to drive an RV, but when your person comes into your life, if they know how to drive something big like that, you might be like, come on, let's get a big enough RV where it's like a house in that bitch, and let's go pull up here and go camping. And it's like your, what's it called? Glamping. Everything's bougie. Everything. Bougie here, bougie there, bougie everywhere, okay? Um, you might have heard this before, but this person is also a fire sign. This person may be a Leo, Aries, or a Sag, or they have it heavily in their charts. Um, yeah, but I feel like right now, you guys are not really focused on each other right now, because y'all don't know each other. It's more so like, right now, it's your world, and um, you got everything in it, you know? Yeah, the world is literally revolving around you at this point right now, especially this Mercury in Leo. Um, for the next two to three weeks, pay attention because your whole life may change within the next two to three weeks. You might have been in a certain energy for this whole time. And it seems like the next two to three weeks, it's like everything is just working out for you and your favor. So like, wow, I didn't expect that. Or, you know, I don't know. It's like blessings. People might be sending you tips, donations if you have a platform. It seems like everything's coming before time, fast, quick, easy. Um, you know, whatever it is, it's just working out in your favor if it's meant for you. Let's say it that way as well. So, yeah, just, you know, if you've been going to sleep, you've been feeling lonely. You're going to, you know, have so much to look forward to. You might start seeing this in your dreams more, especially if you're going to sleep in a great mood. You might start seeing your lover in your dreams. You're like, oh, who this man is? Hop on who this woman? You know, yeah. But I feel like if you're going to sleep with like a million and one thoughts on your mind about coulda, woulda, shoulda instead of the present, then that's what's going to pop up. But when you clear your mind and you're like, fuck it, I'm only able to do what I can do and move forward with that, then damn, boom, you know? Yeah. Listen to great music. Listen to stuff that makes you dance, that lets you have fun. You know, watch stuff that makes you laugh. 
You know, this is easier ways to pull in your manifestations even faster. But yeah, you're not going to be penny pinching or holding on to anything any, you know, any longer. Yeah, this is so crazy. This is crazy. I'm so happy for you. But yeah, everything here is the truth. Don't doubt what you're seeing. Don't doubt what you're hearing. You're going to be celebrating soon. It's going to feel like, you know, I don't know, like you're a celebrity or something. Like, you know, maybe you're like me. I never wanted to be a celebrity. I just always wanted to be, um, have their money. Like, I literally used to say that as a kid. They'd be like, oh, you want to be famous? No, I just want the money they have, you know? And it's a fact. And I feel like, you know, if you're like that too, that's how it's going to be. But... If something that you're supposed to do for your life purpose involves speaking, then obviously, you know, you might, uh, you know, end up being a celebrity no matter what, because people are going to love what you say, how you teach, you know, your experiences, you help. And I feel like, like I said, you're going to be doing this because you genuinely want to help. You genuinely, you know, um, love helping people. You're um, humanitarian. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's where that's going to be coming from. It's not going to be like, oh, yeah, I want to be an influencer because I want everybody to know me. And da-da-da. it's like, you might be like, oof, child, I don't want everybody to know all my business. But, hey, I'll help y'all out a little bit. And that's just how I am with it, too. So whoever this is resonating with, whether you're a man or a female, um, I hope you took the messages as they resonate. Like I said, if you're masculine, I can only really give female perspectives because I'm a female. So if this sounded like, oh, yeah, this is my energy, just flip it into what men do with their money and their things and their health and their body and stuff. I don't fucking know. I barely know what a gold tea and a beard is. I'm just like, I like facial hair. But you see what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know what to say with that. But you can flip it where you need to flip it, brody. It can still resonate for you, too. Okay? Sis, bro, whoever you are, I wish the best for you. Love you so much, and I'm so happy for you because I feel like you deserve this. Like, you literally deserve this, and this Mercury in Leo is working out so beautifully in your favor. To everybody else listening, um, that is the end of this episode, and that is all for the rest of today. Um, I'm going to go ahead and enjoy the rest of my day, and I hope you do as well. Take care. Peace.